Welcome, everybody, to the Nothing But Bull podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and I'm here again with my main man, Justin. Justin, what's up? What's up? Wait, wait, you gonna put me ahead of Stacey King? That, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> you, you, you gotta build up the guests, man. <laughs> hey, Justin, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already figured it out, we are joined by our very first special guest on this show, three-time NBA champion, the best commentator in the NBA game today. He is the host of the Gimme the Hot Sauce podcast, the one and only Stacy King. What's going on, boys? Not too much. What's up, Stacey? <laughs> so you got to give the man the intro. Just yeah, I, I know, but it just it, it just didn't seem right. <laughs> hey, hey I, I was waiting for some music, some, some Tupac or something to bring me on. And man, I, all of a sudden, I'm like the third on the list. I'm like, dang. <laughs> man, is, that, is there a priority list? And, and what's going on? <laughs> oh man! Thanks again, Stacy, for joining us. Uh, no problem. Glad to be here. I'm, glad to I'm, be here. <laughs> I'm sure glad that the Bulls won because, last night <laughs> because this, I don't think this would be as fun if they did. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be good regardless. I'm hey, hey, that you know. Of course, I'd love to see him win. But, you know, I'm not going to let it zap my happiness. I'm going to still be happy regardless. You know, life is good, man. Shoot, we got to be battling a pandemic, man. You should be happy every day. See, you you sound like somebody who's keeping things in perspective. Yes. I don't, I don't find myself doing that much. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Justin? I am 40. Oh, well, damn, you should be keeping everything in perspective. I know. <laughs> that's, normally, you know <laughs> that's normally like young dudes, like in their 20s, that that uh you know that can't keep things in perspective that they're worrying about everything you get older man well, you just you just roll you just go with the flow well you know what it, it it's like it gets on my mind because i'm looking at this team and i'm like i see zach levine zach levine is is gonna need to be signed at some point like past his contract and i'm just like Man, is there a way for us to make sure that we keep Levine? And it's just—it's been frustrating. It's been a frustrating couple of years mm-hmm. not being able to take certain teams and push them past where they're at, or being able to surround uh, Zach with, you know, some more um, upper echelon talent. So it's—it's it's just been irking me. I know I have other stuff to worry about. Believe you me, I know that. But, but I, will, uh, I will tell you this, though. I will tell you to answer your question, what you just said, you, you know, and I know it's hard for Bulls fans to be patient because you've been hearing it for like the last 20 years. Be patient, be patient, be patient. OK, but this is real. You, you have to be patient because you got a whole new front office, a new coaching staff. They just got here. You know, they hit a home run with Patrick Williams. If that if that didn't excite you, if that hasn't excite excited you yet, then nothing's going to excite you. I mean, he's he's going to be a good, good, a future all-star player for the Bulls. And that was their first ever draft pick, Mark Eversley and, and uh, Arturis' first draft pick. And he's so far has been a home run. 
He's been spectacular this year. I'd like to see him be more aggressive offensively because I think he could be, you know, a second or third option, at least now as a rookie. You know, I think he defers a lot. But I'm excited about his future, and I think that's awesome. Now, as far as Zach Levine is concerned, you got to remember, you know, they didn't bring Zach here. You know, they they inherited everything that's on this team. And you got to let them do their due, due diligence of, you know, how they're going to restructure this team. Do you build around Zach? Where does Lowry marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. fit into this? You know, there's a whole bunch of question marks that, you know, they have to answer. And, and I, they haven't been given the chance yet because the COVID really messed everything up. You know, last year the Bulls didn't get invited to the bubble. They didn't get to finish out 82 games. These guys came in, got in a late start, and when they came in, they weren't even able to go recruit. You know, they, they hit a home run with Garrett Temple. Think about how good Garrett Temple's been this year. The two players they've added this year that they were allowed to add have been very, very good for the Bulls. Everybody else has been inherited. There's, there's no other new players uh, on the Bulls roster. This is the same team that Jim Borland had, same team Fred Hoiberg had, but it's a different mindset. It's a different attitude. They're much better than the previous teams before, as I said. You got a better coach. I mean, a good coach in this league, guys, out of an 82 game can win you 20 to 25 games just off coaching alone. And I, I've already can count um, on one hand how many times Billy Donovan so far has won games that we would have lost last year. So I'm excited about where they're going. I think the Bulls fans uh, and you, Justin, you need to relax. And uh, <laughs> just, just enjoy what you're seeing now. They should make the playoffs. They should make the playoffs. They're good enough to be a team not fighting for the last three spots. They should be a team that's in, in my opinion, they should be in the top six, in my opinion. But um, well, Stacey, yeah. I, I just need you to talk to me at, uh, before every single game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel well, I feel because I listen. This like last night. I'm watching them getting getting blown out by um, Detroit by twenty plus twenty five, and I'm sitting up there and going, "You got to be kidding me!" There's there's no way in the world that this team should be beating the Bulls after beating Indiana in Indiana after being you know been zero a ten uh, to Indiana. You finally won in Indianapolis, big huge win. Now you come back home. I know it's a game you weren't prepared for. You're looking for. The Hornets, but it's the NBA. It's, it's basketball. You play whoever you, you you play who's in front of you. Like the old AAU days. You pull up to the arena. You're scheduled to play the number one team. All of a sudden, they move you to a different court. You play in the number 19 team. You know what? Hey, you're mad. You wanted to play number one team, but hey, let's beat the number 19 and get a chance to play number one. You know, that's how you do it. Right. I mean, I was sitting there watching the game like they're going to play like this on the goat's birthday. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was Well, listen. There might have been a, there might have been the ghost there might have been the, the ghost of the goat in the third quarter cuz he, he might have jumped in <laughs> yeah. Zach Levine's body cuz uh it, I swear it looked like some MJ type stuff in that third quarter from uh from Zach Levine. He literally, you know, wheeled them back to to be able to win that game at the end. You know, cut the game from, you know, 18 points to, to 3 you know, within a matter of, you know, eight minutes. So uh, the kid's been playing like an all-star this year. I hope he makes it. It's going to be tough. 
You know, and I know if he doesn't make it, he'll be disappointed, but he shouldn't be disappointed because his peers know that he should be on the all-star team. You know, a lot of times his fan voting, um, you know, is, is, is kind yeah. of a joke, but that's what you let the, you let the fans in. That's what's going to happen. They're going to vote for their favorite players. I mean, that's what it's all about. Not always the, the best basketball player, but the favorite player. Yeah, I was uh, talking to Justin on our last pod where I told him, you know, realistically, because of the fan vote, uh, you probably have the three nets in the start. Yeah. Lineup, and they don't deserve three because they're not winning. No. But, but James Harden would have been a, a starter in the West. You got to remember that. Okay. He'd have been a starter yep. in the West. He's an all-star. There's no denying that because now he's been, he's been, he's moved to Brooklyn. That doesn't change the fact that he's still not James Harden, still not James Harden, one of the best two guards in the league. So that kind of hurts anybody that's a guard in the Eastern Conference because he's going to be on the all-star team, whether it's a starter or whether he's coming off the bench, he's going he gonna to be on that all-star team. So there's only 12 spots, guys. And if you look at the starters right now, just on the Eastern Conference, the way it looks, you're looking at Embiid as your center, uh, Giannis as power forward, Durant as the three, um, Bradley Beal as the two guard, or Harden, and then Kyrie. That's your starting five right there with six with Harden. So now there's only six spots left, okay? Whoever's leading the division in the Eastern Conference is going to be the coach, okay? So that's probably going to be Philadelphia. They've been the best team from start to finish, but I think people are catching them now, but I don't see him. I don't see them losing first place. You're going to put Simmons on there, so you're going to have two Sixers, and Simmons is a guard. You're going to have Jason Tatum, who's going to be on there for Boston. So now we're looking at that's eight guys right there. There's only four spots left. So who who you're looking at? Trey Young, Zach Levine, you know, um, you know, Jalen Brown. You can't you can't deny the fact that he hasn't played like an All Star this year. I mean, they're, they're, yep. it's it's not easy. I mean, that's I, I just named you nine, ten players right there, and 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 the the players I named coming off the bench, those are not even like power forwards or big guys. They're all guards and 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 wing players. You know, you I didn't even mention Jimmy Butler's name, or Bam Ab- um, Adebayo. I mean, th- those guys are probably going to be on there too. So it comes down to a popularity contest. I think the fans have 50% of the vote, media 25%, and the players 25%. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not easy. And and I would be I would be disappointed if Zach doesn't make it, but I, I'm just looking at how the how the fan voting is, you know, I mean that might have cost him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think the last Results where he was still uh, fifth in yeah. and voting. Yeah. So, whew, I mean, it's going to be tough, man. I mean, unless Doc Rivers just flat out says, you know what, he's an all-star. I'm taking him. I'm taking him over Trey Young or I'm taking him over Jalen Brown or I'm taking him over, you know, Jimmy Butler, who's missed a lot of games. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy would be an all-star, is an all-star. We know what kind of player Jimmy is, but Jimmy hasn't played all season. And so – you know, that's got to factor in, too. If you haven't played all season, you should, like, oh, what about Russell Westbrook? I mean, he's a he's a perennial all-star in the Western Conference. Now he's in the Eastern Conference. You know, I mean, it, it's not as easy as everybody thinks. Right. Um, 
They're not doing the um, rookie game. No, this year, I think they? they're just doing the skills in the dunk contest. Hmm. And three point shooting, I think. I think, uh, think Pete will definitely would have made the rookie yeah, I don't, team. I, you know what? I, I I don't even want to hold my breath on that because I thought Kobe should have made it last year. And you know, you never know. You just never know how that's going to play out. But you know, I think with COVID being the way it is, I mean, and there's no fans anyway. There's not going to be any fans there. So um, they've yeah. already come out. That's the mayor in Atlanta's already came out saying there's not going to be any fans there. So it, you know, it's 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 just another game. It's a one day one day event, from what I understand, and they're going to do everything one day. So. And if you're if you're Zach, you know, I know he wants to be an All Star. He should have been one last year. So he should be going for a second. But it's you know don't 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 let it. If you don't make it, you can't let it affect the way he's playing this season. He's just got to continue to play the way he plays. His peers know who he is. You know, media knows who he is. You know, they know what he does. They know how valuable he is. He can never forget that. Well, easy way to shut people up is just to get into the playoffs. Yeah, just play. Just play hoop and 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 win. I mean, if you're winning games, this is a this is a mute, you know, conversation. And honestly, the Bulls should be over. They honestly should have be three to four games over five hundred easily. They they've lost some games they shouldn't have lost. I mean, you know, we lost to the Knicks. They split with the Knicks. They split with Orlando. You know, you shouldn't be losing to those teams. You know, you lost to Atlanta in the beginning of the year. I, I would like to see them play Atlanta now. You know, I think they're a different team than what Atlanta saw, you know, in the beginning of the year. Um, and uh, I think they I think they manhandle Atlanta now if they play. Don't forget that loss to Portland, too. That yeah. Was a- oh, that was that was a gut wrencher, man. That, that, was, that, was, that, that knocked the wind out of my sails. I, I, I was like, man, I mean, of all the scenarios that can happen, it's just like it was just like when you um, when the, the guy in um, uh, the Avengers says, you know, there's a million things and possibilities. There's only one way. There's only one of them that's gonna that, that can happen, and that's what happened with uh, with Damon Lillard. There's a million things could have happened. The ball could have been kicked out of bounds. Could have had a jump ball. Could have got a foul called. But the ball went to Damon Lillard. Dame time <laughs> at the end. Buckets. Game over. Drive home safely. Beep beep. <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, Larry had contested that shot as good as he could. It was, but it was good. It was good defense. Or made it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you're looking at this team, and and you're saying that this is a team that more likely should make the playoffs. So do you think that this roster, the way it is looking right now, is something that management will say, "Hey, you know, these guys can play together," or do you? You think it's something that they're going to move around or, or break up a couple of things? Hello? Stacy? Did we lose Stacey? I, for one, I, I thought you guys <laughs> lost me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we didn't lose Stacy, did we? Uh, <laughs> thank you, lost Stacy. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to send another link. 
and hopefully everybody <laughs> can connect to it. This has been one of those days. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no internet connection. Phone's not working. I don't know. What yeah. yeah, he just went off. All right, let me see if I can just send the link and get him back in here. I'm back. Always connect, man. If y'all don't get me off this ghetto channel, uh, okay. Man, there we go. <laughs> dude, y'all got me on the, y'all got me on straight from the hood network. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Our, this is our sixth show, right? Just this is the man, first show. Last time I came on, y'all didn't record it. Man. <laughs> Y'all better get them squirrels off the treadmill <laughs> and get y'all some real cable up in that mug. <laughs> mush, mush. Whipping the little squirrels, promising them nuts and ain't giving it to them. They on strike. That's why they doing this. They know, hey, hell no, we won't go. Get us some damn nuts. Well, before... Before oh, you man. cut out, uh, Stacy, I didn't know if you got my question that I had um, I had asked you. It was about uh, what they what they're going to do with the team at the end or something at the end of the year or or, or where are they? How they? Well, what I was, I was saying, like going forward, like you mentioned that this is a team that should make the playoffs, um, and if if that is the case, like, are you feeling like this? Um, Depending on how they do with like making it into playoffs, if this team actually does make it into the playoffs, do you think that management is going to ride with the team they have going forward, or no. do you think that they're going no. to make some more? No, I don't. I don't think that at all. I, I think that um, the new management is are going to get the players that they feel that they want. Because you got to remember, they didn't draft any of these players other than Patrick Williams, and they brought Garrett Temple in. Those are the only two people they brought in, you know, so they're going to evaluate where they are. They've got to make a decision on, do you build around Zach or do you, do you, um, you know, uh, move him and get, you know, get back assets. You know, those are interesting questions. You know, me, I'm a big Zach fan. So there's not a lot of people can do what Zach can do. You know, I mean, he's a, He's a professional scorer. His defense has gotten better. You know, his willingness to be a better teammate, um, you know, as far as getting his teammates and trusting his teammates. He's never been a bad teammate, but just trusting other people to make plays other than himself. You know, it, you know and, and the interesting thing last night, we had an interview with him and we talked to him afterwards. A lot of times this year, you know, Zach's been really unselfish, like letting his teammates try to get involved. Um, making passes, kind of playing point guard where Kobe and them can try to get off. And then when they're not getting off, the Bulls are getting down by 15, 20 points. And so last night I asked Zach, it seemed like in the in the third quarter, it seemed like you said, okay, enough of this. I'll let everybody try to get off. It ain't working. It's time for me to go to work. And that's exactly what he basically said. You know, so now I see Zach in a different light as far as he understands that, like, okay, it's cool to get my teammates off, but if my teammates are not playing well, I can't wait till we get down 15, 20 points for you guys to get your groove on. I'm going to get mine on now. So just buckle up, sit back and relax, 
I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get us through this, and that's what he did in the third quarter last night. That's why it's so hard to get rid of a player like that. They don't. You don't just find those kind of players. That's true. Yeah, I'm hoping um, Zach is in the future plans. Uh, after, especially after we had Jimmy and you no know, traded him. Yep. You can't. I mean, Jimmy's situation was different. You know, Jimmy. Jimmy. You know, was he was mad at management? You know, they, the coaching staff. There was a whole bunch of stuff that went on with that. Jimmy's a great dude, great teammate, but if he doesn't trust you, then there's problems, and there was problems. So you know, that was a marriage that was fractured that couldn't couldn't be repaired. This 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 situation with Zach, you got a player who wants to be here. You got a player that wants to grow and wants to get better and wants to you know grow with this team. So that's a good sign if you're management because you got a player that wants to be here. He's not asking you to trade him. He's not asking you to trade him to a winner, a contender, the Lakers and the Clippers. He wants to be here. Uh, no, half of Bulls Nation is <laughs> split on if we want him here or if we should trade him. I'm on the we want him here Listen, side. I mean, fans are fans, okay? And you got you got to love the fans. Everybody has an opinion, you know. But you know you're not going to find a lot of guys that that do what Zach does. You're just not. James Harden is one of them. You know, a guy that can score from anywhere on the court, anytime, any place, anywhere. Kyrie Irving. You know, there's a handful of guys that can do that. Zach's one of them. And when you have one, you want to keep it as long as you can before you're forced to move it. I think part of that also with the maturity, how um, Zach is getting more mature at this game has to do with the fact that he actually has a coach that he can trust. And it's really been telling, like seeing the making, like even in the last game at the halftime where he took out three starts, like <laughs> that doesn't usually happen with a team that's down at half where they just take out three starters but you actually have a coach in there who is making some decisions and trying to get this team in the win column but what do you think about the way that that donovan has handled this team so far i've always liked billy donovan i think he's one of the one of the top coaches in the league um what he did last night proved that like you know he took his young players out he said hey look y'all not gonna play hard y'all not gonna compete sit your butt down I got a bunch of veterans on the sideline. Listen, you're bringing three veterans off the bench that are actually starters in this league, okay? You got Thaddeus Young, you got Tomas Sanaransky, and then you got um, Garrett Temple. Three guys who have started a lot of games in their career in the NBA. So as a coach, you know that. So when my younger players are not coming out ready to play, I don't have to hesitate to put my killers out there because these dudes want minutes. They want to play. And that's what you saw last night. You know, Thaddeus and, you know, uh, Sanaransky and, 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 you know, Garrett Temple, they made contributions, you know, and, and they helped the team get back, you know, in the game. They play good defense. They know how to play. They, the assists go up. Their bench most nights leave them an assist. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah. Your your bench will have more assists than your starters. 
So you know, I, I'm, and I'm a big, I'm a big yeah. believer when the Bulls pass the ball and get player movement, ball movement, and they get anywhere between twenty and you know twenty five assists. Most likely, they're going to win the game. Yeah, and the the Bulls offense has definitely been better um, with assists than passing when Thad's in the game. I think that's why you've given them. Yeah, uh, I gave it to him because he's like Magic Johnson out there. He's he's getting everybody involved. His his assist, you know, he's he's his assist totals up. I mean, he was he was floating with a triple double for a few games in a row, you know. And so, um, you know, he's fun. He's he's fun to watch. He's a good dude. He didn't get to play a lot last year in the boiler. Basically, was you know, locked on the bench for whatever reason. I mean, this guy started a lot of games in the NBA. And so next thing you know, he comes here and he's not starting. He's not playing, you know, and he, and, and, and he could contribute. And now he's with a coach that believes in him, gives him opportunities, knows what he can do. And he feels very comfortable with having those veteran players out there. Like last night, there was a play we circled in the game where, you know, Wendell Carter Jr. was posting up Dennis Smith in the post and wasn't posting up aggressively like he wanted the ball. So so the switch was they had Plumley on Garrett Temple. And Garrett Temple drove to the basket because Wendell didn't want it. So he's like, you don't want to post up Dennis Smith. I'm going to take this big dude off, off the bounce. And they took him off the bounce. I don't know. I don't remember if the play was foul or block or something. But after the play was over, you know, Garrett – starts, you know, demonstrably telling Wendell, you had the mismatch, get big, act like you want the ball, demand it. And he was telling them that. And that's a sign of a good veteran, a guy that that is, you know, leading by example, but not afraid to, to call you out when you're not doing something you're supposed to be doing. And they got a great group of veterans. That's why Billy Donovan brought these guys, you know, kept these guys, you know, because he knows that those guys are good Locker room guys, they're good teammates and they're good leaders. Yeah, and you can see like how it's helped this team going for it. Like Derek and I, we we were going back and forth earlier in the year where we were, you know, you were watching, um, you were watching uh, Window Carter jacking up threes, and we were like. Why are you doing that? Get into the post. What is it going to take for you to develop a post game or to focus on your mid-range game? And I think with having a guy like like Thad in there, like give, having him yell out those instructions or really trying to get into his head so that he understands how he can be uh, very involved in the offense uh, efficiently, you really see how like these guys have started to take off, even with, with um, Laurie. Lori liked to float around the perimeter. He was doing it at the beginning of the year, but you see him being more aggressive um, inside the paint. So I think he's had a, an incredible impact on those guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Billy Donovan knows his players and he gives them confidence. I mean, how many times have you seen Billy Donovan on the sideline, the game you watched, jumping up and down, ranting and raving? He's calm, cool, he's collected. Um, and that's how he is around his players. So, you know, one thing about players, they can recognize the BS. They can recognize if you're a good coach or if you're a bad coach. They, they can recognize within, within a week of working with you. And when you're a coach that panics 
And when you call a timeout, you don't know what to draw. You don't know what to do. Your players see that our leader is weak. Like he he has he's he's nervous. He's more nervous than we are. You know, and he doesn't even have a, he can't even draw up a play because he can't even think of one right now because he's like he's all over the place. But you get a, you get a cool guy, a guy that's calm, cool, collected, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley's. You know, you know, you get these kind of guys. You get Billy Donovan. You know, uh, Brad Stevens. You know, guys that players respect, and then they have a demeanor that's calming. They're not coming in, you know, shaking fingers at people, screaming, yelling. They're they're calm, and that and with especially with a young team, that that does wonders because a young team is about confidence. You think about, you know, you think about last year. You know, Kobe should have been in the starting lineup last year to be developing for this year, you know, especially when you know you weren't going to make the playoffs, go ahead and put him out there. I mean, the guy's getting 25 off the bench. You're having a hard time scoring in your starting lineup. How about put him out there, learn let him get you know baptized by fire, throw him out there because now this year he's better for it. This year he comes out and he's a better point guard. Now that didn't happen. So this year, Kobe's learning how to be a point guard this year when he should have really learned how to be last year. You see where I'm going with that? Yep. You you mentioned, like, a lot of, like, the veterans who have contributed. And the one guy, when he's healthy, had, had helped solidify the bench, and that was Porter. Do, do you think that, like, is he has he played his last game for the Bulls? Or, like, are they out on him? Or is... Are they trying to continue to work with him? Or like, do you know what's going on with his situation? He's hurt. He's got a bad back. You know, he just sees it's almost like he can't stay healthy. And, you know, I mean, I know that was a wrap on him in um, in D.C. when he was playing with the Wizards. You know, he never could play an 82-game season. And so he's been nicked up since he's been here. And yeah, I know he's frustrated. I know fans are frustrated. But injuries are part of the game. Nothing you can do about that. You know, um, but at the same time, I know he has an expiring contract and those are those are worth gold in the NBA. You know, so, you know, I think he's like twenty five million dollar a year or something. You know, that comes off the books, you know, because he's um, you know, he's he's free to go. I mean, he's got an expiring contract at the end of the year. So their dilemma is, you know, can he help us? Is he going to impede the progress of Patrick Williams? Because he's a small forward, is he going to convert to a four? You know, but then you got Lowry there, you got Wendell Carter at center. You know, so there's a lot of questions are going to have to answer. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I mean, when Otto's out on the floor and he's healthy, he adds a lot to this team, a lot. You know, he's a two-way, two-way player. He can rebound the basketball. He can score. He can push it. There's so many things he does well that they lack when he's not out there. You know, so he's just got to get healthy and he's got to put some games together where he's not on the training table. Um, with like you said, well, you know, it's a lot of questions like Lori, um, he, he needs an extension. Um, do you see them trying to? Negotiate well, with Lowry some I think more. It's, I think it's past that. It, I think it's they, it's a situation now. You know, Lowry has to bet on himself because they didn't come up. They didn't come up with an agreement, and now he will become a restricted free agent at the end of the year. So, 
the Bulls are in the driver's seat because they can just sit back and go, why would we set the market? Let the market, let Lowry set the market. Because if the Bulls come out and, and do like a Felicio contract where you offer him, <laughs> you offer him, you offer him, you offer him money before he even gets out on the free agent market to see if anybody else is going to offer anything. You, offer, you, you gave him $48 million before you even gave a chance to see if anybody else is going to offer him anything. And so now you paint yourself in a corner. So same thing Jimmy did. The Bulls didn't weren't able to hammer out a deal with Jimmy. Jimmy bet on himself, put got most improved player, got paid. And Lowry has to do the same thing. But Lowry's got to stay stay. Uh, you know, he, you know, he's got to stay out of the injury, the training table. I mean, he he gets injured all the time, and it's like you're in a contract year. You got to find a way to like try to stay healthy. I mean. Now, I will say this about Lowry. Every time he's gone, gone off on the injury list and he's come back, he's picked up where he left off. He's had big games. But you got to string some, some health games together. You got to, you know, hey, they need to see you in like 20-game stretches. You know, if you're going to invest all this money in you, you know, it's tough to, even though a kid is talented, it's tough for anybody to invest, you know, that kind of money in a guy that's not going to play 82 games. Right. Um, and I was unfortunate that he was out those uh, games because of that contact tracing. But then he's got the shoulder the guy injury shoulder now. In the, so, yeah, he got the shoulder injury. Oh, it's shoulder. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so sorry, it was the one day. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, what is his circumstances and how long it's going to take for him to come back, but he's got to get back soon because we're getting ready going into the second half of the season. There's only. There's only gonna be once we get to that second half, there's only 36 games left. And if you if you if you plan to bet on yourself, you're running out of time. Uh, hopefully, you know, he can play those 36 games and, and play how he's been playing and have a good impact on the team. Sorry, I was laughing before. I was thinking about uh Felicio's contract. But um, even though I do think he's the best screen setter on the team, that's just my opinion. But um, so when you think about like a lot of these young players, like and it's, it's just not on the Bulls team. It's just seems to be a problem around the league. You know, you see guys like the, the league has taken this this approach of resting players more. Um, but we're still seeing the injuries, whereas in Back in like the 80s, the 90s, even before that, guys were playing. Some guys were playing almost like 40 minutes a game. Do you think it's anything that these young players can prepare for or any type of mindset? Because like when I think about like Wendell and how much he weighs and how he was hurt by Denzel, you know, Denzel's not to me, he's not a very big guy, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But I'm, I'm just wondering, is there anything that these guys can can do to, like, prepare their bodies uh, moving forward so that they're not getting as injured as much? Are you serious? Oh, man, don't tell me we lost them again. <laughs> don't tell me we lost them again. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you something. This week is just not going right um, at all for for me. I don't know about you. How has your week been going? 
Oh, uh, it's been pretty all right uh, <laughs> until right now. <laughs> yeah, Stacy's not ever gonna come on the show again. <laughs> right, we gotta switch the gotta do something. Anchor was working perfectly fine. Yep, until today. Anchor not that we're saying us. anything against Anchor, because Anchor has graciously allowed us to be able to have this platform. <laughs> Um, so, so what should you think we should try getting in contact with them again or just like try to wrap things up? Um, I'm gonna send <laughs> him a link again. Hopefully, he can come on, it'll let him in, and then we can just kind of wrap it up <laughs> before it happens for uh, the third time. And then there he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <Thank you> God. <laughs> Hopefully he gets the link. And oh, man, I just don't want to hear him say anything else about <laughs> our radio program. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, man. Hey, y'all damn janky ass shit. I'm gonna okay, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> y'all better wrap this shit up, boy. again. Yeah, that's what we're just saying. Y'all need to keep the interview for five minutes and then break and then come back and do another five minutes. God damn. Hey, hey, (laughs) believe it or not, it was a lot worse before. Like when we were recording stuff, it was sending me out. The the other guys were having conversations and it would send me back in. Then I'd go back out. It it was. Yeah, y'all need to get that. Y'all need to go on Zoom, man. Y'all need to go on Zoom, and then you can, yeah. you can what you can do on Zoom we'll is make this start, switch. start a chat room. Whoever's whoever's going to start it, and then you just invite the people in. You give them, you, you know, you get their ad, their email address or something, and then you give them a contact number to, to check in. They call it, and they automatically jump in. Yeah, we got to do something. Please tell me that you'll come back on the show again. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> It'll be on Zoom. Yeah, man. Y'all, yeah, I told y'all, man, them squirrels are striking. They ain't doing this anymore. Hell no, nah, we won't go. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what do y'all want? What do y'all want now? Uh-huh. Just, you want to uh, yeah, ask that question? Just... <laughs> oh, it, was, it was about the injuries. Like, do you think oh. there's anything that these uh, younger players can do to prepare themselves a lot more? Or is this something that we're we're just gonna see with this team, uh, with nah, their young players? And- no, nah, what you here's what I've said. Here's what I say all along. You know, because we were playing just as many games, we were traveling just like they are traveling. Probably a little, probably not as you know, not as um, affluent as they are. Um, you know, they're traveling with masseuses. You know, they're three three masseuses, two masseuses. You know, we didn't have all that. You know, but. Here's what I will say. You know, these, these guys never take time off. They're constantly playing year round. Okay. And the body's like a car, you know, it's like your knees are like tires. You know, you only get so many thousands, hundred thousand, you get a hundred thousand miles and you got to go in and get a new pair of tires. Okay. It's the same thing. If you got all this wear and tear on those knees and those joints, at some point they're going to give in. It's, it's, it's nothing you can do about it. You're gonna rip a, you're gonna rip this or tear that. It's just gonna happen because these guys have been playing basketball almost year round, you know, 365. 
There's no time off. When the season's over, you should give, depending on if, you, if you're if you a team, like we always went to June, so we didn't get all these long days off since April when, you know, teams get off six months, you know, and the, the teams that are losing, they get off in April, you know, so they get off from April till October where the teams who are winning, you're going all the way to June. So you don't get all that. You might get two and a half, three months off. But what we tried to do was we didn't pick up we didn't pick up a basketball, you know, for the first month that we were out, you know, the first month that we was off. You know, Hill's like, don't touch the ball, don't even come in and work out, don't even come in the gym. Just stay away. And when, you know, we'll we'll get together, you know, we'll get together and then, you know, uh, before the season and we'll work ourselves back into shape. That's how we never that's why we didn't miss a lot of games. We didn't play year round. These guys play, they got their own personal trainers. They're constantly doing, you know, basketball workouts and, uh, you know, conditioning. And, you know, I mean, LeBron James spends like $2 million a year on his, uh, his conditioning and his, uh, his team. I mean, you know, there's no time off. You got to give your body a rest. And I think it'll alleviate some of these injuries. Some of these injuries you can't help. I mean, you know, somebody running into your knee or, you know, your thigh or something like that. Sometimes those things are, are just freak accidents and it just happened. But there's other things that can be prevented, you know. So that's what I think. This is my opinion. All right, Derek, wrap it up. Yeah, it's been five, almost five minutes and uh, it's going to cut off again. <laughs> before, before we wrap this up, I'm just going to tell a quick story. Uh, you know, Justin, you and me were doing that podcast for the other uh, network, and you know they pulled that plug, and you know we were just not, just sitting around watching games, and Stacy did a uh, he went on his Instagram live, and I said, "What's up to Stacy?" He says, "No, what's going on with your podcast? Got to get me back on the podcast." So I was like, "Well, there's no podcast, so I got to come up with a podcast." <laughs> The very next day, Justin texts me, and we hadn't talked in a while. And he's asking, like, "Well, if you want to do a podcast again, no, I'll do it with you." So I was like, "All right." Um, came up with the logo and all the stuff, and you guys are the reasons. Oh man, that's cool! Is in existence, that's cool. That's a good story. Yeah, that is a good story. Shit, I didn't know I was part of it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just thought I was—I owed y'all one since y'all. Y'all's recorder messed up again, and you know, and I, I felt like I owed y'all once. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'll do one when y'all get it set up again. I'll do it." So I'm glad y'all got back on and you're doing your thing. You took pity on us, Stacy, and we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Hey, I, first of all, I, I, I got my own podcast, so I know how hard it is to produce stuff, man. I mean, we listen. We've had some kinks in my podcast, where, you know, with the sound and. We finally got the sound the way we wanted. We had to change the board. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I definitely know, you know, what it is, what you guys are talking about. So um, it's not, it's, it, it seems easy. People might think it's easy, but it, it's not. And if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Remember that. So y'all keep on, yep. keep on doing what you're doing, man. Keep building up your numbers. And uh, like I said, man, there's hey, nothing like it's nothing like starting from the bottom and putting your work into it and watch it grow.
Yep, sir. And we want to thank Stacy King once again for must, coming on the podcast. You know, since you guys got your broke, Stacey, you wanna... can't even pay the squirrels. There's no, <laughs> there's no prizes or no, <laughs> no, no gifts, no parting gifts away from me. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I be telling people my podcast. I'm like, hey, yo, you come my podcast. It's gotta be free. We send you, some, we send you some caramel popcorn. That's about all we can give you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so while well, I'm over here cracking y'all broke y'all broke podcast, I'm just broke as y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> <laughs> of course you can catch Stacy commentating on all of the Bulls games. You want to tell them, you know, your Twitter and your podcast, Stacy. No! This did it. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, you can catch Stacy on Twitter at Stacy King. You'll hear him during the Bulls games. And make sure you check out his podcast, Give Me the Hot Sauce. Justin, uh, where can uh, on Twitter, at? Jay Butler at He Said What Sports. And once again, I am Derek, and you can catch me on Twitter at Young Jordan. Uh, follow the podcast Twitter at Bull Nothing and T H I N. Definitely, we're going to have to come up with a new server for uh, the podcast. <laughs> but again, thank you to Stacey King. And, you know, this will be the podcast where you will hear nothing but bull, baby. Nothing Listen but bull. to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you oh, perfect. All right. <laughs> All right. I hope it works out for y'all. Get off this bullshit you. ass anchor. All right. Thanks, Stacy. <laughs> Get Zoom, nigga. Zoom. <laughs> All right, boys. Tennis game over. The horn blows.